You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. WrestleMania is here. It's Paul Alvacani. It's The Express. I'm joined by my second favorite, Daniel, Daniel Shahori, and good old AR, Alex Ross. How's it going, guys? Fantastic. Good to see you both. Got thumbs up. Great to see you, boys. It's a week-long event now. Yeah. Look, look, there's a lot happening. There's the Hall of Fame. There's the NXT. There's the NXT UK. But screw all that. We're just going to talk about WrestleMania. There's two nights. But also screw all that. I don't care what's on what night. Check your local listings for what night is what. doesn't matter. We'll go right from the top. I think the main event, Dan, is the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, defending against the Royal Rumble winner, Edge, defending against Daniel Bryan, who's just a winner in life. Who do you have in this match, Daniel, and why is it also Daniel Bryan? Well, it should. uh, (laughs) I'm going to stick with Roman Reigns, even though. Really? Well, you would think that they've really made you believe that Daniel Bryan could do this and it, mm-hmm. it should do this. And it's closing the second night. So you want to have a, a good time story. He's the only baby face in the match. But still, I still think Roman, for all the work they put into him, it's too early to take the belt off of him. And I think he'll still win it. Wow. Alex, where are you going on the triple threat here? Who is going to have the title at the end of this? Is Daniel Bryan ever going to get the send-off that he deserves. Now or never, WWE. Now or never. Edge has got a three-year deal. Roman Reigns is not going anywhere. I agree with you 100%, Alex. Daniel Bryan, he said openly, this is his last big run, and he's done. So I I hope you're right. You got to give it to him here, or you're probably never going to give it to him. I hope you're right. I I would like him to win, but I think Roman's going to win. I, would I wouldn't like be heartbroken if Roman, like, I think Alex, you would agree. All three of these guys are awesome. We're not really going to be too disappointed by any of them. Yeah. It's possible Edge could win too. Yeah. And they're gonna have... say that again, Dan. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if Edge wins as well. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Cause I think they want to draw out edges interest for as long as possible. Roman Reigns is kind of, you know, hyper popular no matter what, even though he's kind of a bore, got to be honest, especially this latest run with Paul Heyman, like boring. Uh, We'll have more opportunities for Edge and Roman Reigns. Give it to Daniel. Send him off with a big yes. So uh, I'm with you. uh, Alex, I hope that happens. Yeah. Very brave opinion there. I've enjoyed Roman Reigns. Although I will, I will give you this, Alex. It's sort of run its course to some extent. I can't imagine him, holding the title and doing this more. So I, to some extent, I agree. The WWE Championship's an interesting situation. Bobby Lashley is now the champion. He has disbanded the Hurt Business, one of the best stables in WWE. It's gone from the tag team champions, him and MVP, to just him and MVP. Uh, he's hired King Corbin. We're recording this before Raw, so maybe Corbin takes a Drew McIntyre. 99.9% chance he doesn't. Drew McIntyre's got the shot, his rematch, if you will. This is a tougher one, Dan. I really think you got to keep it on Bobby. Drew's had such a long run. You've got to put some faith in, in, in Lashley here. And I think you don't blow up the Hurt Business for this guy to drop the title in a few months. I hope you're right. I agree. But nothing about any of this has made sense with the accumulation of, of the Hurt Business uh, being busted apart. None of this has made sense. So I have no idea what they're going to do. They, they could do... They could do either way, but I hope Lashley uh, retains. Alex, you got a feel on this one? 
I didn't even know uh, the the belts went to like. I mean, let me start that again. I'm just so shocked. When did Bobby <laughs> Lashley become the WWE, and why is it like? As a casual fan, why don't I know about that? Do they? Is it just me, or are they just keeping it kind of like low key because they're just going to give it back to Drew McIntyre? So, Do you remember when the Miz know, won the Money in the Bank? Yeah, and he kind of used it weirdly too. It, the, yeah, it, the one the on the ladder. Match, he got it. Left. He cashed in. He Miz got it uh, because Bobby Lashley helped him. Uh, Incapacitate Drew McIntyre. So, and then the, like two weeks later on Raw, Lashley beat Miz. <clears throat> oh, Miz, Miz beat Drew McIntyre? With yeah. The help of Lashley and the money in the bank. But it was after Elimination okay, Chamber. That makes so more he, sense. He didn't really yes. need the help of Bobby Lashley. Like the whole thing is very contrived to your point, Alex. Like, A, the main title change happened on Raw. B, the Miz barely had the title. And C, like Drew's held us so strongly. I'm sort of confused as to why Drew isn't just defending this title against Bobby Lashley at Mania. Um, it almost would have made a lot more sense, but I guess they wanted to get the briefcase out of the way before WrestleMania, I suppose. Um, and we'll get to why that makes some right. sense later, but well, here's a question for you guys. So, uh, which should be added to each match. And let's go, if we quickly go back to the other matches, mm-hmm. who do you think the crowd for the first time in a year, like the first time Lashley's going to be a champ and McIntyre's going to be a champ, Roman Reigns going to be a champ, mm-hmm. who do you think the crowd is going to get behind? Oh, I say Daniel and Drew all day. I think those are the two guys, the crowd, uh, the crowd's cheering for the D, lack of a better right. uh, way to put it. All right. Oh geez, I think um, I think Drew still got his comeuppance because he became the champion over the pandemic. Mm. So they had to build this mini lost timeline just to get a storyline, just to kind of build up to better. Even though it's probably going to be still in the Thunderdome with no, no. audience, it's a no, they, they, they do have fans there. They do have There's fans, a, but yeah, uh, you know, this to your point, asking. Alex, they they don't have Brock. That's the thing. Drew got the title off Brock. And the Lashley match you want to see is Brock. And obviously they don't have Brock, so they're just sticking these two guys together. So you bring up a good point. So Alex, in case you didn't you weren't aware, there's going to be forty-five thousand fans on each night. It's insane. So that's why I asked the question. Because this is the first time that these champions are going to be in front of an audience. So I wanted I wanted to see wow. who do you think that they're gonna really cheer for. Oh, for all I think this they're time. gonna cheer for COVID. Vaccination. <laughs> uh, we'll, move on. we'll move on from there. I don't want to get in any trouble beyond that. Uh, SmackDown Women's Champion uh, Sasha Banks is defending against the Royal Rumble winner, Bianca Belair. This one has had such a terrible build with yep. Bianca and Sasha doing a, a crappy version of Bailey and Sasha and going for the tag team titles and failing miserably. I just, I want the title on Bianca, Dan. I, I don't even necessarily want a, necess- a long match. I don't think they should main event anymore. Uh, this originally, when Bianca won the match, main event, one of the nights. Now, with the way it's been built, Sasha's this semi-heel. Bianca's not that likable a face at this point. Just give it to Bianca, and then hopefully Bailey or somebody or, or Baszler, somebody we have a clear heel who can take her on after this because this program's kind of collapsed, unfortunately. I think it still probably will headline the first night. Wow. And okay. Bianca uh, should most definitely go over. 
There's no other outcome. There's no why, who cares if Sasha retains for his time. Does Alex care if Sasha yeah, retains? I, well, no, no. I, I think that they're building up to like an ultimate saga between these two and here for it. You know, I could watch these two wrestle and lose and win to each other. And, you know, as long as it's exciting and, you know, they tie in some decent storyline because there's so much to work with here. Just don't blow it, WWE. Well, I, unfortunately, I think they kind of have with this, like, essentially, Bianca wins the Rumble. She takes too long to decide. They go for the tag titles. And two weeks before, they get serious about the WrestleMania match, which is allegedly the main event. So it's kind of a big problem. Uh, We'll move on, though, to a match I'm pretty excited about. The Raw Tag Team Champions, the New Day, will defend against AJ and Almost, who, how tall is he, Dan? 7'3", something like that, yeah. And AJ is barely 5'5", 5'4", 5'5", something like that? AJ is (laughs) 5'9". I think that's very generous. But I, I just love this team. Um, and, and the antics leading up to this match, they played charades on Raw or Pictionary, Alex, last week. And es- essentially, the New Day is really good at it. AJ is trying his best. He tries to draw a son and almost is having none of this. He is just here to crush these guys like bugs. Um, I imagine, Dan, we're going to see new tag team champions at WrestleMania. Yes. And yeah, I'm actually excited for this match, too, for some reason. I guess I, just the curiosity of, of almost... Yeah, it's been fun. And Alex, I think we need some stuff that's not serious on WrestleMania as well. 10 minutes tops. It should go. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so are they just kind of billing this guy as like uh, Andre the Giant? Like everyone's overselling yep. his strength and all this kind of stuff because he's just like a, a guy who couldn't play in the NBA or minor <laughs> leagues in basketball where he took to wrestling. Like I don't... Yeah, I think that's like not almost. a bad description. It's it. like Andre the Tall as opposed to Andre the Giant. I think that's how I would put it. It's just because AJ is small that it makes it appealing. And I don't really like the gimmick, to be honest. Like, I like him as a bodyguard for AJ mm-hmm. as if he needed one. I don't know. This is a weird combination, and it doesn't have a, it doesn't have longevity. Like, where does this go? Like, these are the chat well, champions? Yeah. First, you, yeah. The New Days is... is awesome like you want to see the new day do anything and the the fact is this almost character there's there's just not a lot of dimensions to him so you know like he'll be no i I don't know we're gonna have to be oh it's three it's two no no no. dan's referring to the fact there's three workers and almost is very much an unproven talent so He will probably not work much of this match. Oh, It'll probably be like oh, the damn. Ronda Rousey WrestleMania match where you get a lot of Kurt Angle, Stephanie McMahon, and Triple H, and then you let the Ronda Rousey and almost the amateur, if you will, get the spot at the hot tag at the end, and that's where they I get the I don't think almost is going to do as well as Ronda on his first match. No. Ronda had <laughs> really the best almost debut be... matches. I'd rather watch almost eat dinner and then take a huge shit after because I don't know how he possibly could do that. Like, where's the toilet that fits this man? What does he eat at night? And what does this shit look like? Look, I'm sure they will get there eventually. It is WWE, so uh, I'm sure that'll be coming. Uh, It'll be a little bit cleaner than that for the kids, but it'll be coming. They need content for that. Although, um, I say clean for the kids, but the next match is uh, The Fiend versus Randy Orton. And for anyone who hasn't been following... Uh, Randy Orton burned the fiend alive 
he refused to burn Alexa Bliss alive. Alexa Bliss is a childlike character who fell in love with the fiend, which is highly problematic. And um, I'm just hoping, Dan, this is a cinematic match because if they're going to pull their lights, bonkers, baloney costume changes in front of 45,000 people, it's, uh, it's not going to work. It's not going to work either way. But I, as far as I've, the last thing I've heard, it's, it's going to be a regular match. Wow. But so what they did it before, it, like Orton and Bray, what, like three, four years ago, had a match. Yeah, and Mania was not good with maggots on, uh, projected yeah. onto the ring, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So they're going to do shit like that again. But, uh, it's, it's, but unless they're planning something, the last I heard, it was a live, regular, no stipulation uh, match. God, Alex, wouldn't you be happier if this was a cinematic match, not unlike what we saw with John Cena and Wyatt at last year's WrestleMania? I uh, don't see this giving the effect that WWE is expecting it to be. Like, I think Randy Orton is up there with Edge and... Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to be these Hall of Famers that we're currently watching. And The Fiend, too, is just like next generation. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting to see this blend of talent. And Randy's still got skills. And The Fiend is great, even though he doesn't have tons of an endurance to him. But, you know, I, I, ever since I saw Randy Orton kill him, supposedly, <laughs> he's unkillable. I've kind of just been like, how, how is WWE? I like dig themselves out of this hole. So, you know, WrestleMania is an interesting place to dig yourself out of a hole. So it's either going to be, it's either going to go over like crazy or it just, it may flop. I just don't, oh, I, I hope not. I just I hope, pro not. I probably I hope will. Randy Orton gets killed. He gets hung. <laughs> Something I, extreme has to be done in return to Randy Orton. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think that's where they're going. Like warrior, like, I think that's where they're going. But I think the problem is that if this is going to be a regular match, as Dan's alluding to, and that's basically what it says in the card right now, there's time to change it. But realistically, they've pre-taped Raw and SmackDown, so they're probably not going to change it. Um, we're going to get like a five-minute headlock from Randy Orton or Chinlock, and that's not going to help. We're probably going to have Alexa Bliss switching costumes in front of 40,000 people. That's not going to help. And uh, I just, this Fiend thing, how it's not a cinematic match, how they've completely abandoned that entire genre when it worked for The Undertaker and AJ, it worked for Cena and The Fiend. It, it, it's crazy. In front of no fans, though. What, are you going to do that in front of fans? You have 12 How long matches. is it going to be? You, you have 12 matches. You could How long is that something. match going to be? It shouldn't be long. Like Either way, it shouldn't be long. But a 5-10 minute cinematic match, um, you know, you're going to have to set up other things. Like there's a steel cage we're going to talk about in a minute. Like this could strategically be placed quite well. Because it's going to take you five minutes to set up a cage anyway. So why not just... You know, I don't know what the night, I don't care what the nights are, but I'm just going to watch it. I don't yeah. really care. But like, I think whatever this is, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be at least 20 minutes from God. entrance to the, to the end of the match. Right. Look, if, if it's not 40 minutes, like Edge and Orton last year, we'll be happy, but it should really be 10. It's going to be at least with those two guys. It's going to be at least 20 minutes. God help us all. Okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, the raw women's champion, Oscar is facing Rhea Ripley because, uh, according to Rhea Ripley, Charlotte has COVID. I, I don't even kid. That is the build for this match. Uh, they've got a tag team match tonight on Raw. Uh, Rhea Ripley is the heel, which is also a weird choice. Um, this is, you know, we watch the Rumble. 
And I think a lot of us were thinking, man, Rhea's got to have this title shot. It's got to be a triple threat with Charlotte. And fine, Charlotte can't do it, whatever. But this is such a disaster. They've lost all interest in Asuka. They're portraying Rhea as the polar opposite of what she was on NXT. And uh, Dan, this is just like, you know, I think when you get past this and you get Rhea and Charlotte at SummerSlam or something, it'll be good. But I, it just to cast Rhea as a heel here uh, just kind of ruins all of this. They don't look. I'll start with the last thing you said. They, they, they're, they're not going to wait until whatever the, the next pay per view is to do Rhea and Charlotte. Right? Yeah. Maybe they're still going to do it now. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Like, there's still time to fix whatever this mistake was uh, with Charlotte. But look, months ago, we all thought uh, Rhea should be challenging some champion mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. And she is. But the way they got here, my goodness, it, not even the, the, the COVID excuse. It was just she showed up in Raw and challenged the champion. Why didn't any, like, in, in story, why didn't anyone else do that? She just walked out and challenged her and got a match at Mania. It's because yeah. she walked out. Like the, that is so lazy. Yeah, Alex, uh, if, if only everything in life was so simple. Just show up on your first night on Raw and ask she to face the boss. Showed up and asked to be the main event. Of, exactly. Like, that was, it was like, did everyone I mean, that, have a backup part? That just why, goes why to show that? you. It just right. goes to show you how they don't have much to draw anymore with, I don't know if it's a women's division issue or we're cross pollinating between NXT Mm. and other nights, you know, like what, what, why would there be any other kind of reason? I'm happy with the match. Like that's a great match. Rhea and Oscar. I'm just talking about the, the build. Like, I think that's a great match. I'm excited for the match, but the build was just beyond lazy. It yeah, was, it's a booking it problem. Bafflingly lazy. To your point, Dan, if Lacey Evans isn't pregnant, this is Lacey Evans versus Rhea Ripley versus Asuka right now. Oh, where is she? And, where is she? she, she she's pregnant. So, Oh, she's legit pregnant. Master disaster. Skyrocket pocket. I forgot that was a storyline or not. Yeah. So, you know, this could be worse and, and it's only better because Lacey Evans is pregnant. So yeah, we, we do have that working for them. And maybe if Lacey, now the interesting thing is if Lacey was healthy, Rhea probably doesn't play the heel. She probably just plays a tweener and Asuka's the face. Charlotte's still not available. It's a, it, it oddly is better in that situation, even though Lacey's, I would argue, has proven she can't really work a, a, a title level match. I don't think she's really at that level. Um, but to Vince McMahon, she's an attractive blonde. So to him, she's at that level. But yeah, I think we'll leave it there. But let's let's hope that my uh, wife has been wooing. My wife has been wooing like Ric Flair. She's caught on. I I, I appreciate uh, you sharing that, Alex. Uh, moving on to something that's cat catched on. It's Bad Bunny. Uh, he's a big WWE fan and apparently a very successful artist. None of us listen to Bad Bunny, right? No. Um, great winner. He's a great multi grand. Yeah, sounds good. Just we're too old, but uh, he's big with the kids, and he's taking Why, on the myth. Yeah. And I don't get it. Look, he we saw at the Rumble, he can do a mean cross body off the top rope. He's buddies with Damian Priest. They grew up, I think, in the same town in Puerto Rico, which is kind of a cool connection. Um, I think initially this was going to be a tag with Priest and Morrison on each side, but I think both have minor injuries, so it's not going to be the case. 
Um, but I think, you know, Dan, we see a lot of celebrity stuff. He's, Bad Bunny's not Pat McAfee. I don't want to get people excited, but he's also not Snoop Dogg. So I think he'll do decent here. I just don't think he'll be the best celebrity ever, but I think he'll do pretty well. Uh, regardless of how he does, they are, this company is lucky to have him. They're lucky that he is, he is a legit huge fan. This is mm-hmm. fun for him. Otherwise, he wouldn't go, he wouldn't do, uh, he's been so generous with his time. Yeah. He's uh, lending, even uh, allowing them to sell a shirt with his image, which is yeah. the top seller. Uh, he's been a dream celebrity guest for, for his he, he, he brought the 24-7 championship on SNL. Like, like you couldn't ask of- for a better, uh, for what this guy is willing to do. So they're very lucky to have him. Alex? I mean, Dan says it best right then and there, but it's like you become rich and famous and he's basically our age, maybe even a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. And he spent part of his life being a huge fan of wrestling and now he has millions of dollars of disposable income. And he just says one day, he's like, I'm going to use my celebrity to achieve the ultimate goal that the 13 year old me wants. And he's making it happen. That's every dream of becoming a celebrity to use your power for good. And we loves it. But he's, they're also lucky that it's during a pandemic because he probably would be on tour. He probably wouldn't have yep. the time to do this. So right. this is great. Yeah. Right. And again, from bouncing from award shows to SNL to, you know, like you're right. This, this would not happen in a non-pandemic world. And, you know, it's, it's, we should point out too, there are hardly any part-timers on this show. I mentioned Brock Lesnar, but certainly you're not getting The Rock. You're not getting Austin. You're not getting even Triple H this year. Um, and I think that shows you where we are with a lot of this stuff. Uh, speaking of the McMahons, though, Shane McMahon is facing Braun Strowman in a steel cage match. There's so much wrong with this, Dan. Like, Braun got to pick the stipulation. He picked a stipulation where Shane can win by escaping. Why would you not do a Hell in the Cell match? Uh, go ahead, Dan. I, I, I This this is, uh, I don't know, I guess I'm... I'm morbidly curious about what this is going to be. I'm guessing Shane's going to go over, which he shouldn't. Oh, God, not so Probably fine. will. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's definitely a bigger star. And he's probably going to jump off of something. Oh, he's going to jump off the top of the cage. I bet you that right now. Well, I think that's a bit that's a bit tame by Shane McMahon, WrestleMania standards. I think he's going to, whatever, I don't know what other structure is there yet. I haven't seen the set. But he's going to jump off of something higher than that cage. Okay, yeah, no, that might be something. Uh, Alex, what are your thoughts on this one? I think because uh, Shane McMahon getting up there in age mm-hmm. and his bones are shrinking, so they needed to put someone like Braun Strowman up in. He would look so much more big mm. than usual. So Shane, like the David versus Goliath thing that he's always going for. But I think his brain is <laughs> so beyond this match like i don't get why any mcmahon is still involved in the ring in these antics i guarantee you shane will be doing something stupid yeah and will probably injure himself and like this is not jack you know what i mean i think yep. shane actually makes it look more confusing if that's the word for it in this in this you know era of like safety and drugs and whatever that they're not promoting anymore. So, you know, what is Shane really going to do that he hasn't done before? Yeah. And win? 
and and then on top of it, he's gonna pin or whatever, I, like I, I submit. Like how do you how do you pin Str- Braun Strowman when you're a third of his size? I I think the way he takes it, Dan, is he calls in Dabakato or one of these yes. guys from Raw Underground, which doesn't yes. exist anymore. And Braun was part of Raw Underground. Yes. Dabakato. Dabakato is probably exactly yeah. the right choice. Takes out Braun. Shane escapes. He gets the win. You're kind of putting Dabakato over. Um, yeah, and you can set up those two in the future, Braun and Dabakato. It is ridiculous because literally last week on Raw, Braun, you know, talked to Drew McIntyre about a future title shot. And in WWE's mind, oh, yeah, yeah, this guy's fighting Shane. He's basically number one contender. It's unbelievable how stupid and uh oh, how much nepotism Look, there's in this in a few in a few years the mcmahon grandchildren are coming oh god let's just try to enjoy the years between shane and those Dude, kids is that a re- is that a for sure for sure <laughs> no 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 but uh there has is been talk for, for sure there's enough of them yeah there's enough between of them and i know stephanie's hunter and daughters want to be yeah want to be in the industry so there's a bunch of them at least the rock has a younger cousin as well so that might balance it out she might be quite good uh, anyways, kids. Oh. the United States champion Riddle um, is going to defend against Sheamus. For anyone who missed this rivalry, let me sum it up for you. <sighs> One day, United States champion Riddle was on his scooter and he bumped into Sheamus and Sheamus did not appreciate it. And now he's got a title shot. That is the entire story of this match. But Dan, Sheamus has had a great year. I would put the title on him and they, <laughs> they need to reboot this Riddle character, probably flip him back to SmackDown and start over. Because I, I am mildly amused by him, but this is not going to work. <laughs> Look, hey, what you just said, it was, it, it was still a better, more logical, better build than Rhea Ripley. That's true. <laughs> These are something. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I can kind of think, and this wasn't my idea. I actually heard somebody say this, that maybe mm-hmm. they'll do uh, something, uh, what they did with Seamus and Daniel Bryan like eight years ago when... One of them is going to win in 18 seconds. Oh, no. I hope they don't do that. You're going to start a, a, a bro movement? Is that what they're going to go for out of this? Oh, it started. We'll see. We'll see how this audience takes to that character. It'll yeah. probably be over, though. Uh, yeah, who knows? Alex, what's your read on uh, Seamus and, and Riddle here, the, the stoner and the ginger? Yeah, I mean, again, I, I they just like opening up this to wrestlers that are just kind of hanging around because they have two nights to fill. I, well, I guess the U S title is always there. It's always there. It's yeah, usually, title, uh, yeah. Yeah. There's other people that fall into that category. I'm just more saying Seamus than I would say riddle. Like I get, this is like riddles time to shine, but Seamus has mm. just kind of been floating. Yeah, but he's worked. He's worked so well I this year. I, I can feel your conflict, Alex. Because if I was to describe yeah. you, it would be Ginger and Stoner. So this is literally the most uh, heartbreaking match for you because you have to pick a side. You can't have it both ways as you normally do. I don't like Matt Riddle personally. Hmm. I don't like the hippie, no shoes, naked dude. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. It's, like it's, I don't, a, it's not there's not enough depth to this it's Every a thing Seamus there's no depth has a little this. bit more depth there's no yeah depth you think there's no depth to Seamus either eh well, yeah to a lesser extent i do but, ginger but relative to riddle's character he's rick flair <clears throat> yeah, yeah Seamus okay. has had an, a good arc with I, Drew. I have no interest in this match 
I, you know, we, we, it's weird because if we were to go back and look at Riddle in NXT, he was amazing. Yep. And if you look at Sheamus more recently, he's been pretty good in this McIntyre feud because he's got a legitimate history. Last month. Yeah. Yes. But, but, but if you go back to when Sheamus was fighting Jeff Hardy, it was terrible. And Jeff Hardy's nowhere to be seen on this card. Uh, and Riddle is kind of terrible right now. So this is a weird meshing of zones, but I'm just looking at the trends and it's, we don't really know what to do with Riddle. He's kind of becoming the R-Truth of the show, which is weird because yes. R-Truth is still on this show. Yeah, so I don't know why they're just duplicating that character. It's really stupid. I think R-Truth is, honestly, R-Truth is in a better spot than Riddle. They're Marginally. Like they're, they're basically both comedy relief yeah. with belts at this point uh, that they don't deserve. I think that's basically where both of them are. I think R-Truth has more longevity still. Like oh yeah yeah uh, riddle there's a lot of riddle. upside i just think they're so far from figuring out uh like w- what made him great in nxt was just letting him do these unscripted promos and there's like and alex might have missed this but last week on raw they scripted riddle so much that he bumped into oscar and he just forgot his lines on live television is like i don't know what i'm supposed to say bye and like you that literally was better. did that alex that was this? better i'm matt riddle, riddle. That was better than any promo he's done in the last month was him being like, I wrote my lines, bye. Yeah, I bet people uh, think that was written too. No, I don't think think it was. I think the material was so bad that he just legitimately forgot it and decided it was better to not even guess. And and Asuka's reaction was classic. Like that was one of the best promos I've ever in a long time. His timing was all, it wasn't scripted because... His timing was. His timing was good. It would have been wording if it was when he said that. He's like, oh, oh, oh. he almost mumbled it. Like he didn't really <laughs> get it out. That should be his yeah, new gimmick. I'm sure, like that's great. Yeah, like maybe. I would want that as a gimmick. Um, like that's amazing. Just this guy who's just so stoned, he doesn't know what he's gonna say, and just bumps into people. It works for the character. Yes. Yeah, like that would be a better gimmick. They than should. His... He should come out to fireworks style like Goldberg, but it's just dudes lighting bongs and blowing <laughs> smoke at him and he just inhales it like so They should hand. team him with RVD. Yeah. No, that would be that would be hilarious. Taking. And then like never make it to any match. <laughs> yeah, so it's never sure. Just forget. Oh, man. He's, uh, yeah, he's, anyways. yeah I, again, this is a guy who is a legit UFC fighter and Vince McMahon is so hung up on the he's a stoner that they haven't even alluded to him being a former UFC fighter who has like legitimate no. ambitions on fighting Brock Lesnar. This guy is a serious combat athlete and they're not portraying him as that at, at all. He's a scooter no. driving stoner. Like that's his character, which is. Yeah, the, and, and to cap it off, I, I, I do think he'll retain real. They, they have a lot more shine on him. Than yeah. I, I could, I could even see if Drew doesn't win, I could see Drew and Sheamus going after AJ and almost for the tag titles. I could see them just backstepping on that. So you never know, right? I think there's some value in leaving Sheamus open for something like that, or just to fill a spot. Um, Speaking of filling a spot, uh, Cesaro is going to face Seth Rollins, and this whole thing is built on Cesaro swinging Seth Rollins in his beautiful suit 22 times, and I guess he's going to do it more than 22 times at Mania, Dan. Is that how... Is that like is that like an official stipulation? That's how you win the match. Is is this like because the whole thing is is about him swinging at Mania? It's unofficial, but I think Cesaro is going to top himself. Um, and I, I it's WrestleMania thirty seven, so if he can swing him thirty seven times in a row, um, I was thinking he was going to go for like a hundred or something. 
It's, the 22 was very impressive. Alex, are you into this swinging uh, stuff? I don't really know what the shtick is. It sounds interesting enough that I would tune in. It's uh, how would you describe this as a move, Dan? It's like, um, like what's the technical term of the swing? It's a. Uh, You've seen Cesaro do this, Alex. Like when he grabs, like when yeah, the yeah, opponent's yeah. lying down and he, sw- he picks him up by his legs and he spins him in a circle, like an airplane or a helicopter. Yeah, he spin. did it at Rumble. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So he's going to try and do this to Rollins more than any time, more than he's ever done it before. Look, it is better because Rollins has come back with a slightly different character where he's got these really flashy suits. So the actual visual of him in these ridiculous suits getting swung around, it's kind of the best version of this. We've seen Cesaro do this for a long time, but to see Seth all greased up and suited up in ridiculous suits getting swung out of his boots, uh, it is kind of great. Maybe you guys don't agree. Uh, we'll move on. A uh, couple of matches left here. Intercontinental champion Big E taking on Apollo Crews. Uh, Apollo's found this new, uh, his native Nigerian roots, if you will. And uh, I believe there's a stipulation, which is not on the website, um, that's going to relate to that. Uh, what, what's it called, Dan? I don't even remember it's what it is. It's the Nigerian drum match. Okay, there we go. So uh, expect a big in- entrance for Apollo. Uh, I-, I would think he takes the title here because Big E is already a guy you could see in the Universal Championship picture down the road. So it would make a lot of sense to give this to Apollo. You can't lose the first ever Nigerian drum match. I would say so. Alex? Um, yeah, this is going to be fun, I guess, you know, like they got to street fight, have big musical intros and stuff. Yeah, it, it would be cool. Like, I mean, it's nice to get some depth, you know, I, we're talking about lack of depth. So you know, I think it's going to be cool and I don't really have much to say on it only because I like Big E and I don't know too much about Apollo Crews, but Big E is like, part of the new day and the new day i think they're just like starting over with the aj and almost loot loss if they lose to them and big e maybe loses there's just going to be some like interesting in the new day and i'm I'm all for that no who knows maybe we well maybe we get it so i think alex is saying the new days is going to come up short here and maybe a year from now we're talking about a kofi biggie main event what if kofi or biggie is a champion and the other one wins the rumble and decides to challenge uh, one another. That I, I, that'd be a really fascinating. Like I wouldn't they want any they, of them. They said yeah. they wouldn't do they that. They, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. Yeah, I they don't said know. They wouldn't do it. I don't know. I think it would be very tough. Uh, and which <laughs> makes it even more likely it's going to happen. That is they wrestling. said they're they're never going to do it. It's now going to for sure. They're going to have clips. You said we're never going to do it. Yeah, I can kind of see the promo now. All right, Alex, uh, I've saved, I'm sure you're not aware of this, I've saved a bit of a surprise for you. We have Kevin Owens taking on Sami Zayn, but screw all that, Logan Paul will be there, and that's all anyone cares about, not these two amazing Canadian wrestlers. Screw that, they have an American celebrity there. Um, So what is Logan Paul going to do? Even though I've interviewed Kevin Owens, he's a very nice man. Uh, screw that, uh, Logan Paul. Uh, I grew right to, right to Alex, our YouTube expert. Alex. Whoa, where where who lives in Toronto and is getting the mad sirens Sorry, right now? I'm trying to cover that up. Yeah, I believe Logan Paul is. Jeez, what did you do, Dan? Go ahead, Alex. For you. 
Yeah, that uh, doesn't help, Dan. You putting your hand over your cheap mic just creates the worst <laughs> buzz ever. Okay, oh, listen. Logan Paul has been due for an ass whooping, and it's going to be fun to see Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn actually pop him a few times, and that's worth 10 WrestleManias. Yeah, no, if, if both of them... So, because here's the thing. Logan came in with Sami, and then Sami revealed his conspiracy documentary. Logan didn't seem too impressed, and then Kevin sort of attacked Sami out of this. So, yes, the ideal situation, Dan is somehow Logan Paul gets clocked by both of these guys. But I think as long as we get a Stone Cold Stunner from Kevin Owens and Logan Paul, we will all go home happy. Although WWE doesn't seem to see Logan Paul as a heel, which is a problem. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to get that. I think, once again, I think they're very lucky to have Logan Paul Mm -hmm. be there at WrestleMania. I don't know if either either Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn is going to get one up on him. I could see the opposite. I could see... Remember when celebrities... I'm sorry, go on. Petrich Farm, remember? No, sorry. Do you keep cutting out or is it me? Whose internet is shitty? (laughs) Is it my internet that's crappy? I don't know. No, I think it's just the timing, but go ahead, Dan. Is Dan just... I think it's Dan on his phone. (laughs) We got to get him on a laptop. Um, Remember when celebrities at WrestleMania used to be cool? Yeah. Now we're bringing on TikTokers and YouTubers. Like, yeah, where, no, how far have we fallen? Yeah, look, Paul, even, but yeah, he, he's a he's a bigger star than most of the roster. Yeah, but no, Alex, yes, he's a bigger point, star. It, Instagram a, clout. Yeah, In exactly. Instagram, Amsterdam. We, we Instagram. used to have Snooki on these shows. We used to have Floyd <laughs> Mayweather on these shows. We used to have Mike Tyson involved. Like. You know, now we have wannabe boxers, not real boxers. So I kind of Cindy Lauper, yeah, Kane Velasquez at one time, although that wasn't WrestleMania. Donald Trump, yeah, talking about real like celebrities, like the real celebrities, not just like the athlete turned celebrity. Mr. T, like, Like, yeah, we have fallen down Uh, the cultural uh, the zenith. By the way, before we go, uh, Alex, do you know who the hosts of WrestleMania are this year? I'd love to hear you guess this. I forgot about this. You were uh, to guess. Bushwhackers. No, I will give you two more guesses. A crazier duo than that. Are they wrestlers? Yes. yes. One is a f- former wrestler. One is a current wrestler. Oh. And you would kind never see those two is... together. I think it's got to be one guy and one girl. Nope. Two guys. Make it easy or for two you. guys. One is a legend. Major legend. And one was one of the uh, first 24-7 champions. No, good guess. Kane is going in the Hall of Fame. Um, I don't know. All right, it is. Give me, give me another clue. No, I'll just tell you because you're not going to be here. It's already a freaking 50-minute podcast. I'll just tell you. Um, it is Titus O'Neil, good guy, guy who fell at the Greatest Royal Rumble, great guy, great dad, great communitarian, or human, whatever, humanitarian. And Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Controversial. What? Yeah, it's Hulk Hogan and Titus Hulk O'Neil. Hogan? Yes. Um, wow, you know, how did any, that happen? I, 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 I guess he's in the, the Florida area as yes. is Titus. So I think that's literally the rationale. And to point out how crazy this is. That's, um, go ahead, Alex. Well, that's, that's the show right there. Well, like, is, is you it just though? Want, you're just waiting to see Hulk Hogan on the WWE stage again. Are you kidding me? That's all people are going to uh, honestly care I, about. Listen, you have Stone Cold Steve Austin under contract doing his podcast on the network. 
You have Bailey we not doing that either. Yeah, you have Bailey not doing anything. Like you could have had Stone Cold and Bailey. You you know you could have the Rock is in the Miami area. Maybe he would have come Cold down and host. Can't talk as I would la- rather listen to Hulk Hogan for longer periods of time than Stone Cold. Stone Cold's gimmick is good in shorts, but I, I mean, so are Hulk when he's doing the Hulkamania shtick. But like, if you remember, for where he a is. legend. There's no, there's bigger legend. You just want to hear everything that comes out of his mouth. Like, like I, 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 I think that's an, the biggest move of the, of the night and Vince McMahon still got it. And that proves it right there. And people are going to be glued to their TVs just to see Hulk. Stuff. Oh, I disagree. Dan, Tiger. Both nights? Are they host? Yeah, I believe it's both nights. nights. Yeah. And they had Gronk last year. Tiebreaker, tiebreaker of what? Crazy. Tiebreaker of Dan. Good idea, bad idea. Hogan and Titus. No, it's a bad idea. Thanks. But like, obviously, it's clearly what they're. We know what they're doing, but I still, I still baffles me. Not even Hogan, and I love what Titus does, but why Titus? Yeah, that's a good point too. They don't even give him. He doesn't even get to host Raw. He doesn't even get to host like his own Miz TV type of type of stuff. And now he's hosting WrestleMania. When is the last time Titus has been on TV? What is this? That's a, uh, I think when That's they had so the weird. old... Maybe, was it the Old Spice thing at Fastlane? Was he a part of that? Was he? I don't even know. I don't to be think honest so. With you. But when uh, was he on TV in any capacity? I feel like he's what? in their COVID commercial. I think that's where Titus is on Raw. I think he's well, part why? of the, like, the Get Vaccinated commercial. I think that's the only thing he's doing. Yeah, is he retired? I, uh, I agree. It's a matchup for Titus to be up there with them. I would have. It would have been cooler if it was like Hulkster and Gronk, like somebody well, just kind of like more fluffy, more fluffier than Hulk. You know? Yeah, that I mean? would be an improvement. Or maybe, I'll give you that. Yeah, just just different. Like it's weird. It, I, are they trying to? backtrack on Hogan's words that yes. he said that it wasn't like he caught a being racist. So yes. they're just trying to like put him on TV with. Yeah. Titus. Like, I mean, extent. that's just like a, a hundred percent. You, know? you have so but, many but I'm options. Saying, I'm just saying why and Titus and why Titus. That, that choice was Titus. Well, it's almost as if to try right. to make Hogan. Look I mean, better. I'm not, it's like, he's not racist. We put him with Titus O'Neill. It's like, Oh, I think he's racist. No, I think you're right. Also, they don't want somebody who's going to overshadow Hulkster. Yeah, so that's a, that's a good I think point. that he, they want somebody a little bit more tight, you know, and Hulkster can just run wild. So uh, to speak. there's, there's so much stuff they could have done instead, Dan, like I would rather triple H host this and shit with Shawn Michaels and DX did it. Like, you could take your sure. pick. There's so many. DX. The NWO could host this if you had to. Sure. If you had to do a Hogan thing, well, do you the NWO. Tr- trust Scott Hall is host. Yeah, okay, maybe I wouldn't trust Scott Hall. No, or maybe Scott doesn't have to talk. No. He can just be no. there and be pretty. You know, if they had like Hogan and guests, Hogan and friends, Hulk Hogan and friends, and then just different people popping in, and like yeah, like uh, I don't know. Titus is just going to be there to cue the Hulkster. That's yeah, there, there's some speculation the two of them might trade around the 24-7 title. Um, oh, my God. Which probably will happen because our truth is... Oh, Hogan been... winning the 24-7? Well, see, if there's any thinking? justice, Hogan's gonna win the Hogan wins it and then he loses it to Titus. And that's his make good for the problems he's had in the past. I think that's what they're going to try to do. Yeah, that's, that's how we cure racism here. You heard yeah. it here, folks. <laughs> we give them a meaningless title. I, look, Hogan I was... ain't putting Titus over. No well, yeah, that's the other problem. Hogan never <laughs> wants to put anyone over. So that's the He's other problem. He's doing that, even under those circumstances. Yeah, even with a meaningless title decades after his career was over, yeah. it's not going to happen. Oh, but, but I'm joking, but still, are you going to pin him? Or is he going to go down on his back? 
No. Yeah. Well, can he even go down his back anymore? That's the other question. That's what I'm um, saying. So they're, they're not going to do it. All right. Let's, let's wrap this up. So to sum up WrestleMania, I'm going to try Dan and I'll go to you and, and then Alex after. Um, I think when you look at this WrestleMania, the build hasn't been great. I think the superstars are going to give us some great matches, but ah, this is a little disappointing overall. Sure. And there's weird, it's weird. It's glare. There's glaring holes. Like you have, like we mentioned, Jeff Hardy's had, doesn't have a spot on Mania. Ray Mysterio doesn't Bailey. have a spot on Mania. Billy Kay. Uh, and like, and we didn't talk about it, but like you, you see what they're doing on SmackDown. Like they yeah. relegated certain matches to that were uh, like the, the Andre the Giant Battle Royals. Be on SmackDown. Well, but more importantly, the tag team title match, and we could have had a WrestleMania moment of Rey Mysterio and Dominic yes, Mysterio, air quotes, winning yeah. the tag team titles, father and son, which has never been done. That yeah. is a WrestleMania moment. But instead, totally. we're gonna have Cesaro you might get and it Seth on Rollins. Friday. Yeah, well, no, we probably will get it on the Friday. And then maybe they get some sort of cameo with Hogan and Titus. Alex, your final thoughts? You know, people are going to watch WrestleMania. It's the biggest show of the year. They don't care about the holes. We're all there for the what if, the craziness. I think it will be enjoyable. I think they're, they're going to pull out a lot of stops. And it's going to be interesting to see an audience. So I don't think we're going to have a bad WrestleMania per se. I think we're going to have a lot to talk about. Look, you get what you pay for. And uh, if you get this on Peepcock in the U.S., it might cost you $2.50 now. So, uh, you know, when you think of it that way, it's kind of hard. I'm glad I didn't say that till the end because it kind of undermines any criticism because, you know, this is a bargain basement part of your Peacock package now in the States. Mm -hmm. And that's WWE's primary revenue model. So... Yeah, WrestleMania will probably never be the same. And I think realistically, Dan, and we'll finish with this, ESPN got a big deal. They were still able to do pay-per-view. WWE did not get that deal. They are giving away the farm uh, for their last bit of cash uh, in this cruel, cruel world. So what can you do? I agree. All righty, guys. Enjoy WrestleMania. Uh, I'm sure I'll be DMing you guys throughout. And uh, I guess we'll be back for... God, backlash, money in the bank, whatever. We'll come back for that and we'll set that Double up as or well. nothing. Yeah, to talk about nothing. Thanks again, Daniel and Alex. This has been The Express. I've been Bilal Bakani. Bye. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit neversleepsnetwork.com. 